Hello everyone, and welcome to Biopedia. Back in episode 63, we introduced the field of astrobiology, with our discussion of a hypothetical galactic population size. Today, we're going to return to astrobiology and start examining the concept of the Fermi Paradox and the Great Filter. Fundamentally, the Fermi Paradox is the question of where everybody is in a universal sense. The question, named for its poser Enrico Fermi, is of why we haven't detected civilization beyond the Earth if it is in fact out there. For example, Frank Drake suggested that, seeing as the galaxy is as old as it is, over 12 billion years incidentally, and the number of stars it contains, one or more civilizations should theoretically have taken over the entire galaxy by this point. There are a number of solutions to resolve the Fermi Paradox. One option may be that the Earth is somehow special, the so-called Rare Earth Hypothesis. It basically holds that one or more figures in what is called the Drake Equation is so low that extraterrestrial life is basically absent. By the way, I will come back to the Drake Equation in more detail later, I imagine, but for now, it's a formula with a series of terms basically describing the steps needed for intelligent life, such as the probability of intelligence forming and the proportion of stars that have planets. As an example, the step for life to form from inorganic matter might be rare. As an alternative hypothesis, humans might not be typical in their desire to chat. There may be other life out there, but it's hiding and doesn't want to interact. Finally, there's the concept of the Great Filter. If Earth isn't particularly special, and there isn't much life out there either, it's possible that there are lots of civilizations, but they don't live particularly long. The idea of some catastrophe which inevitably wipes out life is known as a Great Filter, and it's noted as one that humanity will probably face. More specifically, the event is either one which means intelligence appearing in the first place is very improbable, or else the civilizations wipe themselves out one way or another. Several candidates for the Great Filter have been suggested. For one, it is possible that the difficulty of travelling between the stars is the filter, as supported by Frank Drake himself. For another, perhaps the theory of everything, which is a hypothetical list of formulas explaining everything that we have seen or ever will see, is the filter. The idea put forward in a 2022 paper is that, if the theory of everything is discovered, the uncovering of novel scientific theorems will stop or slow. If this happens, the exponential population growth of humanity will not be supported. I myself wouldn't think that these statements are necessarily causally linked, but then again I am not an expert in the field and I have only skimmed the paper, so I will admit my limits. For example, I might not have understood properly what the paper is actually proposing. Finally, it has been suggested that artificial intelligence could be the catastrophe that's waiting to happen. This all admittedly sounds very doom and gloom. However, ways of avoiding the Great Filter have been suggested. If humanity were to become multiplanetary, our species would be safe from any disaster that could befall life on Earth, the thinking goes. It's been suggested that humanity entered a dangerous window of time when nuclear weapons were invented and used at the close of World War II. This period of time won't be over until such time as we conclusively venture beyond the Earth. This thinking does make some sense. The Cuban Missile Crisis in 1962 is an example of two nuclear superpowers playing chicken with each other, and fits well with this idea of nuclear weapons creating the dangerous time window. A Soviet submarine nearly fired a nuclear missile when a United States aircraft, sending a signal through dropping depth charges, was misinterpreted as an attack. 
only the actions of one Vasily Arkhipov to cool his commander's head stop them firing. Interestingly, you can track the biological impact of the Cuban Missile Crisis in terms of baby births in the United States of America. States which are nearer to Cuba saw a spike in overall fertility in women between 15 and 44 years old nine months after the crisis finished. The results fit the hypothesis that individuals who think the world is about to end focus on immediate pleasures rather than the long term. By contrast, fertility goes down for individuals who think they will likely have to carry on in the world after the end of said world. The paper discussing becoming a multiplanetary species notes that, as years go by, the distance we are able to send successful missions off to increases logarithmically. For example, the prediction is that the year an expedition which will successfully land the first human on Mars is launched is in 2038. By contrast, it's 2064 for the asteroid belt. In terms of landing on Proxima Centauri, this is 2253. The numbers go up to 2269 for Tau Ceti, 2289 for the Trappist-1 star system, and 2381 for the region 4 kiloparsecs away from the centre of the Milky Way. By the way, a parsec is a unit of distance equal to 3.26 light-years. What is the significance of each of these places? Well, for one, Proxima Centauri is the closest star to our own Sun. Tau Ceti is a star about 12 light-years away from the Earth, and has two planets, Tau Ceti E and F, one of which is in the habitable zone. Trappist-1 is a red dwarf star lying about 40 light-years away from the Sun. It has seven planets going around it, all of which are made of rock, and all of which could have water present at their surfaces. Finally, the area 4 kiloparsecs away from the middle of our own Milky Way is the area which statistics have indicated as the area being most likely to have once had complicated life forms. Essentially, the paper argues for a proactive, maintained approach to space travel, which is seen as crucial to our species making it in the long run. So, that's it for today. Thanks for listening. Feel free to get in touch at the show's email address for any questions, comments, or topic suggestions. Until next time, have a great week, everyone.